Hello again, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. And I'm really excited because I'm starting to plan a few podcast episodes where I'm going to be interviewing other people. So you don't just have to listen to my voice. Aren't you super excited about that? Speaking of my voice, I'm still kind of losing it a little bit. I do think one of the symptoms of this POTS is my voice, I lose it all the time. And I love to sing, so I kind of belt songs and break into song on a regular basis. Just ask my kids. Um, they think it's pretty funny. Anyways, so I'm a bit froggy again. That's okay. Thanks for uh, listening anyway. So today, before I start interviewing guests and stuff, I wanted to do at least one more episode um, just to kind of give you a, a better context about me and what I love and what I value and things like that. So I know I had mentioned somewhere, I think in one of my episodes, that I love a few different authors and I love self-help books and self-improvement books. Uh, my handle on Instagram is be a little bit better. I just have always um, looked up to the idea of always improving ourselves little by little and uh, in order or by doing so I do feel like it brings me some amount of satisfaction and joy so anyway one of the people that I have read most of her books by now I've listened to um, some of her YouTube things and I have been to a couple workshops uh, through different conferences and stuff and the person I'm talking about uh, has her PhD. She is a research professor at the University of Houston Graduate College of Social Work. She's done TED Talks. She's known for her um, Super Soul Sunday with Oprah Winfrey. She's a New York Times bestseller of um, a few different books. And what I love the most about her is she... Um, has come up with some shame resilience curriculum. She's done a lot of research on shame and vulnerability and uh, something that she calls shame resilience. So the person I'm talking about, if you have not figured it out by now and if you're not a huge fan, uh, her name is Brene Brown, B-R-E-N-E -E, uh, Brown. And she is fabulous. So I'm reading one of her books right now um, called The Gifts of Imperfection. Uh, it says, the gifts of imperfection, let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are, your guide to a wholehearted life. And a great friend uh, lent me this book. I do prefer paperback books instead of reading on screens because I'm so prone to migraines and light sensitivity and stuff. So I've borrowed this awesome book and uh, I've had a chance to kind of read through it and stuff. And one of the chapters talks about authenticity. And I thought, what a great topic to discuss on my podcast because one of the first books I've ever read I can't even remember the name or the author so I can't give them any credit but I really loved the term authenticity and I didn't really know what it meant at the time but authenticity it's not something that we have or don't have um, it's a practice it's a conscious choice of how we want to live and I've always been very aware of that and I love that and Brene Brown says uh, authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. 
It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, the choice to let our true selves be seen. And that's scary, guys. Um, I'm doing a podcast and I'm basically sharing um, such personal information with strangers or whoever feels like listening to this. And it's kind of scary. Um, I try not to go down the whole shame spiral that she talks about and and worry about what other people think because it's I'm not really all about that. Luckily, I'm I've kind of <laughs> surpassed that point in my life uh, of really caring what other people think, and I just hope that I'm helping other people by doing this. Um, I found it interesting that um, sometimes when we're trying to be our authentic selves, and this is so me, um, I don't want to seem like I'm being self-indulgent or self-focused because that's so not um that's not what I'm all about I'm not uh selfish I'm not self-centered I'm not narcissistic I'm just trying to be um mindful and practice being the best person that I could possibly be and just letting that be known and and it's interesting how even in being authentic there's there are shame spirals and things like that so yeah, something she says is authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle and nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we believe that we are enough. Authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving, even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with shame and fear of not being good enough or not doing enough, and especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it. Mindfully practicing authenticity during our most soul-searching struggles is how we invite grace, joy, and gratitude into our lives. And I truly feel that that's that's my heart (laughs) she wrote it down on the pages of her book but that's what's also written in my heart I'm I'm really trying to um, mindfully practice my own authenticity by by sharing all of this with you in a podcast and by doing so I do feel grace and joy and gratitude and I have appreciated all of the people that have reached out to me and said keep on talking Teddy I'm learning lots you are inspiring you're an example and I love hearing that and that just tells me that I I hope that we're all in the same wavelength Um, if we're not hopefully we can get there soon or you can just not listen that's that's totally fine with me too Um, so she shares some um, things she did a bit of a research project on authenticity and shame and she talked to a few people and she said that a few people had a couple of struggles uh, to be authentic. And these are some of the things that they said. Because I know we can all relate to this stuff. This is just human nature, right? So uh, some of the things they said, don't make people feel uncomfortable, but be honest. So just like I was saying in my last podcast, how uh, when I had my embarrassing moment of pots and I fell because I got dizzy at the hockey game and the person thought I was stumbling and drunk and she's like, wow, I wonder how many shots that girl had. If I would have heard her say that, which I didn't, my husband did and told me after the fact so I didn't start a brawl, <laughs> which I wouldn't have. But if I were to have heard that, I feel like in that sense, I would have tried to um, 
not make her feel uncomfortable, but I would have been honest and I would have let her know what's up. Like, no, actually, I don't drink alcohol. This is this is what's up. And I would have been kind about it. And then I would have been practicing my authentic self. Another thing that research participants said was don't upset anyone or hurt anyone's feelings, but say what's on your mind. Again, in that example, that would have been what I tried to do. Another thing they said was sound informed and educated, but not like a know-it-all. Now, on this podcast, that's that's really my my goal. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like I'm a know-it-all. I happen to know a few of the medical terminologies and I just love that kind of stuff because of my past career in nursing and in the medical profession. But I'm not trying to sound like a know-it-all. But you know what? When it comes to my health conditions, I'm a bit of a know-it-all because I've done way too much research because I have to advocate for my own health. But that's why I'm also excited to have some guest speakers on. Um, but yeah, that 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 can uh, relate to all of us. Uh, and the last thing they said was don't say anything unpopular or controversial, but have the courage to disagree or, uh, yeah, to disagree with the crowd. And um, I hope that we can all do that. I know um, as a part of my faith, we have some very um, controversial beliefs. And I know that because of my integrity, I'm meant to stand up for those beliefs and, and they're not very well understood. And I love how, how progressive our church is becoming and how much more open and, um, um, open, I guess is the right word as I'm trying to seek for a better word for it, but they're being a lot more open with things and, and, uh, progressive. And I really love that. But, and when needed, I, I have no problem disagreeing with, the girl behind me when she thinks that I'm drunk because I fell and I have no problem disagreeing with the crowd when I need to on other topics as well. Um, so yeah, uh, what else can I tell you about authenticity? I'm trying to remember the name of the first book. Um, it was a pink book. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, feel free to leave a message or something like that. Um, but yeah, being your authentic self is just so, so important. Um, so Brene Brown says to dig deep. She says, whenever I'm faced with a vulnerable situation, I get deliberate with my intentions by repeating to myself, don't shrink. And I think that's where shame comes in. Shame uh, wants us to shrink. They they don't want us to live our authentic selves. They. <laughs> when I say they, I'm thinking of, um, of Satan because I'm... Uh, a Christian and I do believe that whenever we have thoughts that are not positive um, or uplifting thoughts they aren't coming from God they're they're coming from from Satan and from from the negative um, the negative side of things so I'm always very careful about how I think that includes how I think about myself how I think about other people and uh, yeah she says to dig deep uh, she says, I think there's something deeply spiritual about standing on your ground. Saying this little mantra, don't shrink, helps me to remember not to get small so others are comfortable and not to throw up my armor as a way to protect myself. And I can I can relate to that. I have the personality type that I want to achieve. I want to make a difference. I want to um, let my voice be heard. Because I do feel like what I have to say is important and um, fighting against thoughts in my head of, oh, why are you doing this? Um, I feel like it's worth it. I feel like, uh, I hope that it's worth it. 
Uh, she says, get inspired. I'm inspired by everyone who shares their work and opinions with the world. Courage is contagious. My friend Catherine Center says, you have to be brave with your life so that others can be brave with theirs. Get going. I try to make authenticity my number one goal when I go into a situation where I'm feeling vulnerable. If authenticity is my goal and I keep it real, I never regret it. I might get my feelings hurt, but I rarely feel shame. When acceptance or approval becomes my goal, it doesn't work out. Sorry, and it doesn't work out. That can trigger shame for me. I'm not good enough, is what she tells herself. If the goal is authenticity and they don't like me, I'm okay. If the goal is being liked and they don't like me, I'm in trouble. I get going by making authenticity the priority. And I can relate to that. I, I feel I feel her. I feel her in my bones. Um, I get what she's saying when she says it's okay if they don't like her because her goal isn't to please other people or get approval from other people. Her goal is to simply be herself. And guys, um, here's me getting vulnerable. I, another person that I love uh, reading her books is Gretchen Rubin. And one of her books is called Better Than Before. And in her book, Better Than Before, she talks about four different tendencies or personalities or whatever you want to call them. And she gives you a quiz and you do this quiz and you find out if you either meet your own expectations, if you meet other people's expectations, if you tend to question your expectations or other people's expectations, if you tend to rebel against all expectations or maybe just against expectations from other people. So I did this quiz and my tendency type is someone called an obliger, uh, otherwise known as a people pleaser. So I come from a long line of being a people pleaser and pleasing other people. Um, I often try to diagnose and be my own therapist and psychologist and figure out why I am the way that I am. Um, I have a few theories, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, we can get into those in, a, in other episodes where I'm talking more about mental health and things like that. But uh, yeah, I'm a people pleaser, so I have to get over my self-sabotaging thoughts of, of worrying about what other people think. And I think the fact that I'm doing this podcast is proof enough that I've overcome um, a lot of uh, the mentality of caring too much and letting it affect me. So uh, again, I, I hope that somebody's getting something from this. I hope that everybody can be their authentic selves. That doesn't mean that you have to start a podcast like I did or write a book like I did or or change your careers a bunch of times like I did to probably try to make things fit into my own health limitations without even really realizing it. It's funny how that works, hey, in hindsight. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. My goal for this year is uh, 2020 vision. I'm trying to do a playoff of words because it's the year 2020, 2020. So funny, I know. Anyway, I'm starting to lose my voice. And uh, yeah, I think I've talked enough about authenticity. Tell me more about what kind of guest speakers you want to hear from. Uh, I've got some ideas up my sleeves, but again, I want to hear what you guys want to hear. Send me a private message if you don't feel comfortable. Um commenting publicly that's fine too and um yeah that's that's kind of all I've got to say for now 
I hope you all have a fantastic day. And hopefully next time you hear from me, I will be interviewing a very important person. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you guys later.